good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's time for some morning coffee with Larry, and I'm glad you're here to share a cup with me. Today is Thursday, the 7th of November, 2019, and uh, a shout out this morning to my son Aaron, who turns 23 today, or has turned 23, so I need to uh, send him an early morning <clears throat> Uh, phone call just to uh, wake him up and say, hey, you're another year older. So, oh my goodness. I uh, I did not get, I, I woke up several times in the night, but I quickly got back to sleep. So that, that meant I didn't wake up really till it was <clears throat> probably a little after five o'clock. So getting on to the podcast a little bit later, but hey, that's that's fine with me. If I can get some good sleep, I can always push you guys off a little bit. Oh, the, uh, I don't think, I don't know if it's the temperature change or still part of the lingering, um, cold from a few weeks ago, but boy, the morning, the morning throat, throat crud, um, takes a little bit to get that thing, uh, cleared up so I can at least talk halfway decent. So uh, I'm really uh, sipping on the coffee, trying to make sure everything is working in that area. Oh, but here we are. We are moving into cold weather. There was uh, definitely a temperature change that was occurring last night. I had left something in the truck, and uh, it was already dark. <clears throat> so I, I went out, and I had just put on comfy clothes and didn't have any shoes on, and didn't have a coat, and walked outside, and it's like, hey, it's pretty decent out here. It's better than what I thought it was going to be, and then I went outside, or, or actually, it was a couple hours, probably, yeah, two hours later, I opened up the door, and boy, was there a temperature change. I was going to see if there was, my wife had come home, and I was going to see if there was anything she needed help carrying in. She didn't, but frankly, I didn't want to go out there. <laughs> So the cat, just a moment ago, wanted to go out. <coughs> so when I opened up the door, it's like, Ugh, yep, the, the cold is hitting. We've got to finish up some things this morning outside. we got to get water buckets with that are the heated kind with electrical cords on them. I'm, run, I'm short of short ones, and I need to uh, either locate them quickly or... Uh, slap on some long ones and uh, and then get the short ones going, uh, pick some up and get them going. I don't know if it's that case at your house, but I have always had a problem with extension cords disappearing. I don't know what happens. They're kind of like socks. You, 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 uh, you, you throw in matching pairs <clears throat> and every little bit in the dryer eats them. And uh, I, I saw somewhere where they said, for every sock you lose in the dryer, uh, an unmatched Tupperware lid appears in your cabinet. There's truth in that. I am convinced there is truth in that. So anyway, we've got to uh, do that. I've got to get the heat on in the old farmhouse. Um, I was going to do that last night and completely forgot about it. So I need to get over there. <laughs> 
it just has it's it's um it's kind of neat because <clears throat> the the old farmhouse it was built somewhere around 1880 and it just has one heat stove for the entire house there's two rooms upstairs they pretty well stay cold all winter and then downstairs there's the the two original rooms then there's an addition that has a bedroom a bathroom and kind of like a family room we call it the piano room <clears throat> But that heat has to permeate through the whole house or else things start freezing. And a few years ago, we had that really bad winter and we had, gosh, how many weeks of sub-zero? I wound up with five waterline breaks. So uh, that was that was a horrible mess. Learned a little bit about plumbing, but it was a horrible mess I don't want to ever go through again. So uh, we got to get the heat stove on and get that house warming up. <clears throat> but anyway, well, let me move on into today's topic. It is based on a meme that I had seen, and I really liked. It was actually uh, uh, posted, um, well, it was posted by Christy Brown, who's one of my old colleagues from the VA, who's now moved on to another location. And she had uh, gotten it from Zig Ziglar. <laughs> And if you don't know Zig Ziglar, he is, uh, uh, he's deceased now, but he has a uh, company that provides uh, professional speakers on very meaningful topics worldwide. <clears throat> and it's a picture of a sign that says, <coughs> pardon me, just a moment, let me snag some more coffee. I drink it for medicinal purposes. Okay, it says fear. And it has it spelled out kind of like an acronym, F-E-A-R. Has two meanings. Forget everything and run or face everything and rise. The choice is yours. I like that. I like that. And I was reading through some of the comments <clears throat> that people had. And the first ones that I read, it was... People who had either the face everything and rise or a similar uh, kind of uh, acronym meaning tattooed on them as a reminder. Um, I don't do tattoos, but I do um, I do post-it notes, um, and that way I can change it as as uh, I need to. But I like this because I do like both meanings. Because let's stop and think a little bit. Forget everything and run. Well, that could be an unfortunate uh, uh, course of action. Uh, whenever you are afraid of what you're facing, afraid of the challenges ahead, <clears throat> and so you abandon it. You know, you're working towards a goal. You're working towards something that is important, that is meaningful, that is purposeful. And then you get overwhelmed or you face adversity or you face criticism or you get blasted on, you know, on Facebook or social media. And so you, you just forget everything and run. Or maybe there is some sort of self-improvement you're wanting to do. Maybe it's weight loss. Maybe it's quitting smoking. Maybe it's getting off of drugs. Maybe it's getting off of alcohol. Maybe it's whatever. And your family's not that supportive because, well, they're doing it. And uh, 
you're tired of meeting that kind of resistance. So you forget everything and you just run. Don't do that kind. That kind is the negative kind to forget everything and run. That is the situation <clears throat> where the second meaning, face everything and rise, to me, really comes into play. If you are doing the right thing, if you are planning the right thing, if you have sought wise counsel from people who are trustworthy, if this goes consistently with your spiritual background, with your faith, with your you know religious upbringing, if this is not something that's fly-by-night ideas, but is time-tested, if this is something that is in alignment with truth, <clears throat> don't forget everything and run. Face everything and rise. There are people in your life and on the national stage that face everything and rise. You see, it depends on where your roots are. If your roots are deeply sunk into solid truth, then stand firm. Stand firm and rise to the occasion. Rise to the occasion that God gives you. You know, when you know right from wrong, when you have dug into the Bible, when you have wrestled with those different kinds of truths, and you're not simply reacting to the latest movement, the latest uh, ideas, but you're sitting there rooted in what you know is right. Because you, your foundation is solid, then rise. Rise to it. Yeah, you're going to catch arrows. You're going to catch criticism. You're going to catch all the bad things, and people will try to persuade you otherwise. Many times because they don't understand. They may still have their eyes closed to what's going on. They have not awoken to see what's happening in their life, let alone what's happening in yours. You know, I think back to, um, you know, with my Christian upbringing, I think back to Holy Week. I think back to um, when, <clears throat> when Jesus was having the Last Supper on Monday, Thursday with his disciples. And he's kind of laying out some truths about what he knows is getting ready to take place. And, you know, there's the idea that, nope, this isn't going to happen. What do you mean? No, everything's good. Didn't you see how the people reacted when, we, uh, when you came in on Palm Sunday? They were all excited. This is great. And he's like, you're missing the boat. You're missing the boat. Because he knew what his purpose was. His purpose was to not be the conquering king at that time, but was to be the sacrificial lamb of the, of the Passover 
as a foreshadowing of what was to take place. <clears throat> Whenever his disciple Peter said, no, this isn't going to happen to you. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Because he knew where the influence of that deception was. When he went that night to pray, he knew what was happening. He took his three closest disciples with him, and they were falling asleep. But he was there in anguish, praying because he knew what was going to take place the next day on Good Friday. But he faced everything and rose. He faced everything and rose because he was clearly in sound, solid, frequent communication with the Heavenly Father, and he knew what he had to do, and he knew what was going to happen afterwards, that this was simply going to be a very horrendous, hard situation, but it was not the end of his journey. It was not the end of the story. It was not the end of anything. It was a turning point. <clears throat> so if you're soundly rooted, then face everything and rise. Don't fear, but face everything and rise. But let me go to the other side of that coin. What if you're not soundly rooted? What if you don't have an anchor? What if you are persuaded by the, the thoughts and emotions of the moment? What if you've made some bad decisions? What if you are afraid of getting out of a situation that you know you shouldn't be in? What if you are afraid of the loneliness that you believe you will feel if you get out of a bad situation? <clears throat> then face everything and rise may not be the right definition. Maybe in that case, when you look around and you're not where you're supposed to be, when you go back to what maybe you learned as a kid and you realize you have strayed way off the path. And you know what? Each and every one of us have. I'm not pointing fingers at any one person or any single group of people. I'm pointing fingers, loving fingers, at every single one of you, including myself, because in some way, shape, or form, we have. Listen to emotion, <clears throat> listen to excitement, listen to what's the latest thing of pop culture, and found ourselves way off the beaten path. The beaten path of where we had been when we were firmly rooted in morality, firmly rooted in what we know was right. We made compromises. We made little incremental compromises. And the next thing you know, <clears throat> you're doing stuff that when you look in the mirror, it's kind of hard to, st to, to see yourself. 
So in that case, trying to ease out of it may not be possible. Because whatever you're in may be sitting there trying to keep you there, pull you back. If you've gotten into the drug culture, oh, you're just dabbling. You're ju- you're okay. I know what I'm doing. Well, you know what? If you're there, why aren't you getting out? And if you think you can ease out, the drug culture pulls you back. Um, there's a fellow back in the 80s. Um, last name is White. I've mentioned him on a other podcast. He wrote a book. It was actually two books in one. <clears throat> and it was called The Culture of Addiction and the Culture of Recovery. And I've worked with a lot of people on addiction. And uh, almost... Well, pretty well, everybody that has had success in breaking free, they had to do that other phrase, forget everything and run. Forget everything and run. Leave that culture behind and run. Where to? Run to where you were before. Run to the health. Run to recovery. Run to your, the family that has been praying for you all this time. Run to your church family. Maybe it was a long time ago, but run back to them. Run to health. Run to recovery. Don't sit there in it. There's a time when you know you are soundly rooted in what's true. And what's around you is fighting you. And that's when you face everything and rise. And link arms with others that are facing everything and rising as well. I'm a big fan of the Marvel movies that have come out. And I really like Guardians of the Galaxy for some reason. I think it's the music. But in that first one, when uh, the bad guy is trying to descend to the planet's surface to use the power stone to destroy that entire civilization out of revenge. The defense forces have these little bitty spaceships that they fly around. And they are given the command to create a shield. And what they do is they they come into formation and they link up with some sort of an electrical energy connection. But they, they're like little flying stars. And the points that go kind of like north, south, east, west on a compass, they line up into a grid pattern and they link, forming a giant barrier. Now in the movie, the bad guy eventually pushes through and destroys the barrier. But that concept of linking together with other people who are facing everything and rising, that gives you strength. That's like what the AA community is. It's people who may have had to leave their family, leave their friends, leave a job, leave a community. And then together, 
base everything in rise. I've got friends that have been into that kind of a, of a culture as far as a drug culture, substance abuse culture. And they, they will tell me. I tried to just control it. And then eventually, I had a moment of truth where I said, I've got to forget everything and run. There's one person I know. He, um, he left where he lived. He basically has little to no contact with family. A lot of times he's lonely when he sits there at home and there's not a 12-step meeting that he can go to. But he does that. He had to break away because he had to forget everything and run or else it was going to destroy him. Sometimes a person's in a horribly abusive marriage, a horribly abusive relationship, and they've tried and they've tried and they've tried. And they got to forget everything and run. Those situations make me sad because I know at one point that wasn't the case. But it turned into that or it was deceptive at the beginning. And it was really a trap. If you're not where you're supposed to be, forget everything and run to where you're supposed to be. Then face everything and rise. I like this. I'm going to post it out there. So if you haven't seen it and you need to, if you need to make it your, uh, your background on your phone, do that. If you need to share it with somebody else, do that. Because if you're not where you're supposed to be, don't stay there. Forget everything and run. And get to where you're supposed to be. Face everything and rise. All right, everybody. Love y'all. Glad that you're listening. I hope that this is meaningful. If it is, shoot me a message. Uh, shoot me a message that I'm on the right track, that, uh, that how this podcast is. I mean, it's, it's what I come up with, but if it's not what you're wanting to listen to, then I'm off target. So give me some feedback. If I'm on target, if there's a topic that you would like for me to cover that I haven't covered yet, please. Leave me a, a message there on the Facebook page, Morning Coffee with Larry, and uh, just type that in. It'll take you to it, and uh, give me some feedback and uh, so I can keep making this the right kind of thing for you. Um, so anyway, I will let you go. Have a great rest of your day. Enjoy your coffee, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.